Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes. I'm so delighted to have the beautiful Sahara Rose with me today. I've been following her on Instagram for a while now and just really loved her vibe, really loved her message and it's such unique you know, message that she is sharing with the world and something I'm really, really intrigued to learn more and delve into with you today. So she's going to be talking to us all about Ayurveda today and how we can find out our mystical beings as well. So Sahara Rose, if you don't know, is the host of the Highest Self podcast, ranked as the number one top podcast in the spirituality category on iTunes and the best-selling author of Eat, Feel, Fresh and Idiot's Guide to Ayurveda. So thank you so much, Sahara, for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, Emma. So first of all, one of the questions I always love to ask guests is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? You know, I was, as a kid, very spiritual, though I didn't have any spiritual parents or background or studies, but um, it's so funny. I was home recently and I saw a Valentine's card that I wrote for my parents when I was five, and it just says, I'm not who you think I am. So I just like came in like knowing that I'm like not from this planet, but, um, but it wasn't really like cultivated until I think when I was later in my twenties and I started to go through really bad health problems and from going to so many different types of doctors for digestive issues, hormonal issues, anxiety, insomnia, and no one being able to figure out the answer. That's how I discovered Ayurveda, the world's oldest health system and the sister science of yoga based off of mind-body balance. And from using Ayurvedic practices to heal my body, it began to transition into something that was so much more than just my body and realizing that my my symptoms and my body were actually just a reflection of, of what was going on internally. And interestingly enough, Ayurveda is a system that is deeply spiritual as much as it is in the in the physical body so it transitioned into learning more about 
why do I have digestive issues? It's related to not knowing my purpose, solar plexus. It's related to not having that stability, the root chakra, and all of the physical issues. When I went deeper into them, I saw, okay, this is how I actually need to change my life. And it's a lot more than just like making a tea or doing something. It's like a radical lifestyle transition. And since I've made that transition, which, you know, for me, it, it was leaving Boston where I grew up, moving to India, from India, moving to Bali, separating myself from everything that I grew up. Like I grew up with parents that are very like, they are both like immigrants and you, you follow the path, you follow what's safe, you follow what's going to make money, you follow what makes sense. And for me wanting to, you know, find self-actualization, they're like, wait, what, what is this truth that you're even seeking? It didn't, it didn't even make sense for them. Um, so I had to eventually kind of separate myself and see who am I? Like, what do I really believe in? And from that separation of just being by myself, like I lived in a jungle in Bali for like six months and stayed in India, lived in slums, was in Bangladesh working with um, people and who were working in factories, like really going back to the bare minimum. It was from there I created the space to get in touch with my soul again. I love that. Amazing. So what is Ayurveda for those who have never heard of it before? Yeah. So it's the world's oldest health system and sister science of yoga. So a lot of us practice yoga for mental or physical reasons. We're anxious. We want to get more flexible, whatever it is. Um, But actually we're practicing Ayurveda. So the word Ayurveda means the knowledge of life. In order to be healthy, you must have full knowledge of all areas of your life. So it comprises of nutrition, self-care, digestion, meditation, even yogic practices, if they're for a mental or physical reason, would fall under the Ayurveda category. So it's essentially this channeled body of text in the Vedas over 5,000 years ago in India that was essentially channeled by these rishis, these spiritual teachers on how can we as humans live our optimal life. And now it's this beautiful gift that we have that we can we can use to you know benefit our own lives, and it's going to look a little bit different than it did in the ancient times, of course, because they didn't have like pollution and pesticides and GMOs and all that stuff. But the whole basis of Ayurveda, which is to live in tune with nature, that we are a reflection of nature, and that we can see the elements of nature as these doshas, these energies within us. And from knowing our unique constitution, we're able to choose the right foods, meditation practices, exercises, everything that is unique for us. And we're able to change them according to the season, our environment, and what's going on. So I've heard you mention doshas quite a lot on your Instagram and it's really intrigued me because I really want to know what dosha I am. So how can we find out what our dosha is? Yeah, so I created a quiz that's probably just the easiest way that you can you can know. Um, and that's on my website, IamSahararose.com, Sahara like the desert. So have you taken that quiz before? I actually haven't. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that after this now. <laughs> Yeah, you should, you should take the quiz. So it will tell you the exact percentage of each dosha that you are in your mind and in your body. So we're not just one dosha. It's not like you're born vata, that's it. We're all a combination of all three, but in varying amounts. So people who have a lot of vata, vata means air. So people have a lot of air in their mind. They are when 
balanced, creative, eccentric, think outside the box, super spiritual, uh, essentially channeling source, connected to the air, connected to the cosmos. So I definitely think you have a lot of vata in, in your mind. I definitely have the vata in my mind as well. But when it's out of balance, when it's excess, you can be scattered. Think of the wind. It's going one direction, then the next. You can't predict where the wind is going to go. So people with excess vata, they may start a lot of projects, not finish it. They may get really excited about something and then forget they can get really anxious, they can have insomnia, they can overthink, they can be forgetful. So this is when that wind turns into a tornado. And then in the body, excess air in the body is bloating, it's gas, it's constipation, literally air, cold, dry, rough. So your skin is cold and dry, your hair, your nails, um, you, you have a weak digestive system, you have a hard time breaking down foods, you may have irregular periods or even a lack of period, which was my issue. Um, so all of these are a sign that you have vata in your body. And what's interesting is most of the time, if it's in your mind, it's going to be in your body as well. So yeah. that's what vata looks like. Does that resonate with you? Yeah, definitely. Quite a few things actually definitely resonate. And I think it's really interesting how, you know, our bodies do speak to us. That's what I've definitely learned over the years that, you know, intuitively eating and things like that have really helped with my mindset as well and energies. Mm, totally. Yes. And we can have an imbalance of a dosha and that not be our primary one. So you may be like, oh, I have all those digestive issues, but I'm not like mentally that creative person. Um, you can have an imbalance of one of the doshas without that being the dosha that you were born into. And that can be caused from your diet, eating ex raw, cold, dry foods, being on the go, multitasking, traveling a lot. These things will all increase your vata. Now, pitta is fire. It's actually fire and water, but it's mostly fire. So I like to just call it that to make it simple. So people with a lot of fire in their minds, they're determined, they're disciplined, they know what they want to get. It's like fire, strong, boss babe, Durga, warrior goddess, that sort of Xena energy. And they, they tend to be leaders, CEOs, politicians, entrepreneurs, because they have this, you know, this badass edge to them. But on the other side, when there's too much fire, you know, sometimes in life, things don't go your way. I don't know if that's ever happened to anyone before, but um, <laughs> things don't go your way sometimes. And, and then when that happens, you snap, you become impatient, you become irritable, frustrated, angry. It turns into a volcano. So that's a sign that there's too much pitta in your mind, that, that on-the-go, disciplined, like shark energy turns into like, like jaws, you know, <laughs> too much. And then in the body, it's excess heat. We feel hot. Our digestive systems are hyper acidic. We have heartburn. Our heart is literally burning. We're sweating a lot. Acne, rosacea, rashes, hives, irritations, inflammation, all of this agitation in the body is also related to pitta. So does that resonate with you at all? Yeah, again, again, it really does. I'm like, oh, definitely these two for sure. <laughs> okay, so you got some vata pitta. Now, kapha is earth energy. So people with a lot of earth, they speak a little bit more slowly. They just like to take their time. Mm, they breathe. And I'm sure you've had a lot of people on your podcast, Emma, who talk a little bit more like this. <laughs> 
Have you? Oh, definitely. Very soulful. And I feel really out of balance because I'm like this high, high tempo kind of voice. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you know, it's so interesting because when you hear the Kafa voice, you're either like, oh, yes, like that feels really good. Like I need more Kafa friends. I need a Kafa boyfriend. I need more of this in my life. Or you're thinking, what is this bitch about to say? Hurry up, talk faster. And it's like so frustrating for you. So it kind of shows your relationship with the kapha. So kapha is earth. The earth, it moves slow. It takes its time. It gives. It's a giver. So kapha people, they are calm, patient, loving, motherly, nurturing. But oftentimes, they get taken advantage of. They give too much. They can't set their boundaries. They're putting everyone in front of themselves. So a good example of this is Robin Williams. Robin Williams was making the world laugh, but we didn't know that what was going on inside of him. Or Oprah is another good example of the kapha. We love Oprah. She can sit and just listen to you. And just from holding that space, she can get to like your deepest, darkest problem. But we all know that Oprah has openly spoken about how her issue is always just saying yes to too many people and not being able to set that boundary for herself. And we also know Oprah's other issue because it's all over the magazines is her weight. Oprah's losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight. It's like, I don't know why this is like interesting for at least in America, but that's what happens with the kapha dosha. You're taking in so much energy that physically you get stagnant and stuck and you start to gain weight. And it's very, very hard for you to lose weight, particularly you're gaining weight in your lower body, your hips and thighs. Think tree trunk you're getting more rooted and grounded many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So people with excess kapha, when that's out of balance, they can feel stuck, lethargic, tired. The last thing they want to do is wake up and go to the gym and do all these things. Like they need to take it easy, but it can turn into not fulfilling their dharma and doing the things that they need to do here. So it's super important for us to keep our kaphas balanced without getting excess. And also when it's excess, it turns into mucus. So mucus, phlegms, cold coughs, asthma, allergies, and hypothyroidism are all symptoms of excess kapha. Does that resonate with you at all? 
Not particularly. I think the first two definitely did more. Um, yeah, I think, no, definitely not that one. Okay, so you're probably a vata pitta, pitta vata. Maybe it changes sometimes during the, most of the time during the fall months or cold, dry months. We become more vata because the air is cold and dry. And, you know, think about it. It's like back to school, doing all these things, moving around. And then in the winter when it's cold and wet, that's the more coffee season. We get tired. We want to stay home. We may become sluggish, which is why it's really important to like, you know, stay active and stay moving so that doesn't fall too imbalanced while still honoring the season. And then in the summertime, we want to go out and do all these things and be super active. And that's pitta season. So we're all kind of cycling throughout the year, but it's going to be a little bit different for us. Someone who's very, very vata, they may really feel vata season. That may knock them off balance. In fact, they probably love the summer. Whereas someone who's really pitta and hot all the time, they probably don't like the summer. They want to be in cooler climates because it's too aggravating for them. So it's really interesting, even the temperature you like the shape of your face, the shape of your wrists, your tongue, all of these things can tell you what your dosha is. Wow, that's really fascinating, really interesting. So how, if people kind of resonate with what you've just explained and go and take your quiz, how can they balance them? What Do you have any information out there of how to balance them? Yeah, I've just written like two books on it. <laughs> no. um, yeah, I recommend getting my book, Idiot's Guide to Ayurveda, if you're at all interested in this subject, because it's going to tell you everything there is to know about Ayurveda. And there's chapters on nutrition, digestion, self-care, morning routine, nighttime routine, uh, like everything it is that you need to know about just living an Ayurvedic lifestyle. So that's Idiot's Guide to Ayurveda. Um, and then I wrote another book called Eat, Feel Fresh, which is all about the food, the nutrition, how to actually make this work in the modern day when we don't have time to cook complicated recipes, buy like exotic ingredients from a weird supermarket. Like we just want to make it simple work. We want to meal prep, but still follow the Ayurvedic guidelines and have them work for our dosha. So that book is called Eat, Feel Fresh. Um, I recommend both Idiot's Guide for Lifestyle, Eat, Feel Fresh for Food and Nutrition. Perfect. And I'll link them down below for anybody who's wanting to go and check them out. So yeah. I've also seen you talking on Instagram about finding out what your mystical being is and our realms we come from. So I'm really interested to talk to you about this as well. So again, how can we find out what our mystical being is? Yeah, so the mystical beings just started to kind of come through. Um, I love archetypes. I love like understanding people and how we're all so similar. Um, by the way, you're totally a fairy. And <laughs> and I just started talking about it and then people were responding and it's intuitive. There's, so there's no one book that's going to be like, okay, this is like the, like Ayurveda is a system that you can pretty much learn. Whereas the mystical beings are in your intuition. They're all in the Akashic records where all information is stored. So it's really up to you. So for me, what a mermaid feels like is someone who's very free. She values depth. She wants to explore the unknown. So think about like a mermaid. She's always trying to see like, oh, what's this? What's that? She's very curious. She's inquisitive. She also wants to know what is life above, like above water. She can even like risk her life to, to do that. So mermaids have that really adventurous, ambitious, a lot of pitta in their personality that they want to just get to the truth and understand everything. But then the other side of that is, well, what are you really getting to? Like, what, like, what is the truth? Aren't, aren't we already embodying the truth right now? So sometimes you can be on this eternal quest for something that may have just been right here all along. So that's like the mermaid. The fairy, I think of 
she's really like fun and playful and sassy and she's like going all over the place and she's like picking her flowers and whispering people's ears she has a bit of a naughty side to her but she's just really like fun and outgoing and positive and giggly but I think the other side of that is she can get really busy just doing things all the time and then also the shadow side of like jealousy and comparing yourself to others. So if we looked at like Tinkerbell from Peter Pan, she was getting really jealous. So you can see that. The angel I think of someone who's really just like pure and altruistic and giving. And you know, when you talk to them, they're really just like listening and taking it all in. And these people tend to be like, you know, healers and mediums and they tend to gravitate to that kind of like they're almost like clairvoyant like when you see their eyes it's this like level of purity but I see a lot of them have that coffin imbalance that they give so much to others that they can't set that boundary of what they need for themselves so a lot of them I have noticed they they gain weight they start emotionally eating and they're such empaths and they feel everything so much that that's actually like creating a layer of protection around them because when, when you have that layer of fat, it's actually making your body feel like it's safe. So it's coming back into like, yes, you're here as a human and there is shit on this planet, but like you're still safe. And there are the elves and the elves are, they're very routine. They're, they like to like stick to what what they do every day. So I feel like they're a little bit hermit. They want to read their books and, and learn things and, you know, just, just stay in their day-to-day -day lives. They're not like the mermaids trying to like figure out the truths of the world. They're like really happy with where they are, but they're definitely really sarcastic and playful. And I feel like sometimes they can come across as a little bit like you don't get them. And then once you understand their sense of humor, they're super loyal and lifelong friends. Um, I mean, there's so many, there's the Amazons, which are like these like warrior woman if you think of Wonder Woman who are just like badass they're kicking ass they're they're protecting that again that Durga Pitta type energy there's the nymphs the nymphs are those girls who are just so in their bodies and they post pictures of themselves and they're like yeah I, I look sexy so I'm going to post this picture of myself and it doesn't mean anything and sometimes they can get misconstrued that they're like wanting attention or it can be hard for them to have long-term relationships because men don't understand them but they just genuinely love sensuality there's so many sorceresses priestesses gnomes like I could talk forever <laughs> about them but it's just a really fun and playful way of seeing yourself in another character and realizing that we too are magic Definitely. And I loved the quiz you did on your Instagram of guessing what, what um, mystical beings certain celebrities were, because it's so yes. funny. You can see in them what they are, like pink as a unicorn. I was like, oh my God, you can literally see it in her. Totally. She's also a pixie. A pixie is like a fairy with a little bit of a more badass vibe. And I feel like they have like short hair, especially like pink hair or something, and they have tattoos. So they're like playful, but they're like the tatted up fairies. So she's such a pixie also. Love it. Definitely. And I think also like a lot of people ask me how to find them out and it is really intuitive. It's really looking at the characteristics of each, you know, listening to what Sahara's just said. And really, I think just going within and seeing, you know, what characteristics do I have in my own face and what can I sort of resonate to and what personality traits do I have? Would you agree? Totally. And I think it's like, go back to being a kid. Imagine if we were all kids and I'm like, you're a fairy, I'm a mermaid. And you're just acting it out. You're not like, let me review the book and see what my lines are going to be. It's just <laughs> playful and, and fun. And I think that that's why I like the mystical beings, because there's really no one 
right or wrong answer. So the only way you can play along is to use your intuition. Absolutely. So my last question for you is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to give my listeners today? Well, I feel like your listeners are, are, are already super tuned in people who, you know, they're spiritually aligned and connected. So maybe for them, it's making this their full-time thing. I know for me, that was like a really hard thing of like, okay, I love this world, but how am I going to actually do it? And I would say, don't be afraid of the business stuff. I know that held me back for so long. I'm like, I don't know how to make a business, how to write a book, like how to do these things. It felt so overwhelming for me again with all that Vata. Um, But then when I stepped into like, okay, this is the first step I can take. I can start a website. I can sign up for a school. I can do this. I can do that. That so helped me make this what I do full time. And now I'm like in the middle of the day talking about fairies and I would not have been (laughs) able to do this had I not figured out that stuff that felt like masculine and heavy and hard and I didn't want to deal with it. Had I not figured it out, I wouldn't be able to spread my truth. So I know so many of your listeners are those people that have incredible wisdom to share. So go in there, learn about online marketing, just like get nerdy about that stuff. You don't have to do it for the rest of your life, but allow yourself to pave that path so you can share your wisdom with others. I love that. And so important as well. I love that message. So what is next for you, Sahara? What's in the pipeline? Yeah, so I'm writing my Mystical Beings book, which I'm very excited about. And that book is going to have um, lots of like journaling exercises and like assignments and stuff. And, you know, like to connect to a certain being, what you can do, how you can embody it and um, just help, you know, bring that into into our modern world. I think it's time for them to come to play. (laughs) Love that. And I totally agree. You know, it's just fascinating to learn about you know, our energies and where they come from. So I'm really excited for that. I can't wait to read it. And where can my lovely followers find you online? Yeah, so they can take my quiz on my website, IamSaharaRose.com. It's like the first thing up there. And my Instagram is also IamSaharaRose. I share lots about Ayurveda, the beings, all sorts of fun stuff, even business tips, all of it. Um, So send me a DM if you heard me on this podcast. We'd love to hear from you. My podcast is called Highest Self and also talk about the beings and that sort of stuff. So would love to hear from you guys. And thank you so much for having me, Emma. Oh, my absolute pleasure, lovely. It's been lovely to connect with you finally and talk Ayurveda and mystical beings. You know, I love talking about this stuff. So it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes. I hope you have enjoyed Sahara and I's conversation this week. As always, you can find out Sahara's website down below. And of course, more information about my life coaching and my own website, emmamumford.co.uk. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here. And don't forget, you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook, where myself and other like-minded souls talk all things positivity and Law of Attraction. So I hope you have a fantastic week whatever you are up to and sending you all lots of love planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.